Hey guys. Yeah. B- big news the other day. Oh yeah. Oh. It's big news in anime world. I was hoping you guys would bring it up, but I guess I'm gonna have to do it. Aren't Disney I? having anime. Disney has anime. All right, that's big. Oh, that's baby. bigger news. <laughs> uh, no, but the new. You guys hear about Ash? Oh, Patrick? yeah, of course. Dude. Yeah, about Ash. He finally did it. We got to talk. It's an. We're doing an anime podcast. We got to talk about Ash. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. He finally did it, Brody. He did it. He did it. He caught them all. <laughs> no. Well, not quite. <laughs> what do you think Ash did? What do you think he did that made the nationwide news that I've been hearing about constantly? So if we're talking about Ash Catchem from Pokemon, yeah. I've already said what I could think is he finally try, caught all the try Pokemon. Try again. What else did Ash he, do? He beat all the he, he beat all the gyms. I I, I did he die? He lost <laughs> his virginity, Brody, on the show. Yeah. Him and Mitzi or whatever her name is. Oh, I thought it was Misty Staryu. <laughs> and Pikachu. It was a three-way, and it was pretty... Pikachu just washed, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he just yelled Pika in the corner Pika. as he was peeking. <laughs> but why? But why? Yes, he's not 10 anymore, man. Yeah, he's, he's aged up. up. It's been 15 years, Brody. Can't be 10 forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a child show. <laughs> That's like Yu-Gi-Oh losing his V-card. He, he did. did. He used it the first time he played cards. He's like, V-card! And he threw <laughs> it in. <laughs> he throws down his blue eyes white dragon, and the blue eyes white dragon looks back at him and is like, Rrr! and he's like, yo, Gio, let's oh, go, baby. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for this tech, Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, like, is she, what do they, mm, do they use, <laughs> do they use protection or is she now pregnant? Oh. He did. No, Brody, Ash Ketchum is now the most legendary Pokemon warrior or whatever they call it. I don't know enough about Pokemon to talk about it, so it's I'm not champion. sure why I brought so it he, up. He beat all the gyms? He beat the elite four. <laughs> so this whole tirade about the sex. Yeah, it's just you literally going with it and loving it <laughs> no I, I don't think at any point um my vibe was loving it it was confusion um as to why they would do that to a beloved cartoon character it's such big anime news though like i feel felt like we actually had to talk about it i don't know what you're talking about you didn't give me news you gave me a headline without any actual news <laughs> he became the pokemon boy what the fuck does that mean jesus christ <laughs> what are okay. you talking about are you telling me you you came into this podcast with that saying alone without knowing the, what it means to educate us about it? Well, he became the po- the ultimate Pokemon guy. Yeah, meaning you, well, did you see a headline and not read what the headline said. I heard somebody say, "Hey, did you hear about Ash?" and I was like, "No." And they're like, "That's cool." And that, so then that's all I really know. But I think he became really good at games. Now you guys can't see this at home, but Caleb's <laughs> vibrating right now with lies. I'm just so confused. <laughs> Um, <laughs> He's the best Pokemon boy, Brody. I don't know what else. But you, you can don't say. know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Him and Pikachu beat all the other Pokemon boys, and he's the best Pokemon boy now. <laughs> I don't know how you want me to word it. <laughs> I want you to be educated on the topic when you bring it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu had sex with Ash. And <laughs> the best Pokemon boy. <laughs> that already happened in Pokemon 2000. Oh, wow. I know people are trusting me for their great anime news, no. so like... This one time I was hoping you brought me something <laughs> interesting and new. Never! Just trying to find that Ash and Misty thing that Caleb found.
welcome back to anime not be for everyone my name is brody morden i am a uh anime fan here to listen to zach talk about some sort of anime today i'm very excited that's that all you came here for bro just to hear a free story huh yeah to hear a free story take on my take on my time Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll I'll tell you what i'll tell you what i'll i'll trade you in goofs and gaffs how many goofs per story, though? Like, yeah. we got to have a, well, a, you know, an economy Well, it, it all depends here. on the storyteller here. Like, if the story is really good, I'll give you better goofs and gaffs. Goofs have inherent value. That's fair trade, baby. That's Yeah, f- yeah well, I think we need to set uh, a bar first. Well, Zach, how much do you think your story's worth in goofs? And then we'll try to meet it. Goofs per minute. So, uh, uh, GPMs. GPMs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the party after a funeral. I mean, some guys might be, might be laughing, but I... I I don't think so. That's a pretty low goofs per minute, I okay, think. So you set I, the bar low. <laughs> Thank you. Goofs can leave the room. Anyway, I'm Caleb Morton, and I guess I'm not goofing at all today, and we're going to listen to a solemn funeral story? <laughs> Just want them to be prepared. All right, Zach, what, uh, what, 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 what's your name? <laughs> My name's uh, Ch- Chief Longcock. No, just kidding. It's short, but <laughs> are you a chief though? At least I am still a chief. I think you misspelled it. I think it's chef. Uh, he- I always get that. I always make that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mister Brown. All right, what are you talking about today, Zach? You teased last week with this being a very sexy episode. <laughs> are we redirecting? <laughs> are we keeping it sexy? Are we? Are is we- it sexy? Is that, it sexy? What's, what's it called? Oh, what's this, it called? This one isn't as sexy. No, it's not. As sexy. I just want to point out that he said as sexy. What's it called? The Orbital Boys and Girls. Uh, I believe it's called Children. All right, let's go. I'm. Oh, wait, Brody, you've seen this? Uh, Brody, you didn't get to the sexy part. The I mid-season finale is very sexy. You were trying to <laughs> Steve Hansen me, so I gave you Boys and Girls, thinking, you know, and you're like, no, 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 that that's the wrong title, but, you know, keep going. So, what do you want from me? What are you <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the name of the show. Hey, Zach, who's Steve Hansen? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that Chris Hansen? brother <laughs> it was the more violent spin-off where like instead of just calmly telling them the police are coming they would like beat the shit out of the guys oh it was to kill a predator yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i get it steve hansen's to kill a predator <laughs> fucking taser them immediately and just you know what you did <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to play gamecube fuck <laughs> why do you have that pizza in your hand what was your intentions tonight <laughs> <laughs> Why does your Steve Henson sound like Batman? Because he's he's taking up a Batman role in our world, okay? <laughs> Where are the text messages? Where's this pizza coming from? <laughs> How long did you drive to get here? <laughs> Why did you bring coolers? You don't look like the cooler type. Do you know she's 12 years old? Come on. <laughs> okay. But right here it says... <laughs> You're going to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> What's this show about? <laughs> All right, so you want to hear a tale? A tale as old as time? Feel free to ask questions. Always do. Always do. Thanks for the permission, though. I needed that. I got my hat questions locked <laughs> and loaded. So there's this kid with a great hat. Oh, dope. Does it have a rim on it? <laughs> Is it blue? Yes. And no yes. One. Yes. Uh, he's the last kid to be ever be born on the moon. <sighs> His life is a little like Zack and Cody, you know, just hanging around the space station. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Mr. Mosby's there being like, hey. Esteban Julio day. Ricardo Montoya de la Rosa Ramirez shows up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know my sweet life, Zach and Cody, bro. <laughs> How many? If they became the next Pokemon Masters, I'd have all the details on them. So that's where my expertise could, lays. No, it's, it's the thing that you couldn't even tell you what that meant. <laughs> He's, sweet life, Zach and Cody are the Pokemon boys now. They've beat all of the four champions of the realms, and there's nowhere to go anymore. They're going onto a cruise ship, I think, now, because they beat the hotel bosses. Yep, yep. <laughs> So this this moon boy, he likes hacking his uh his personal drone. It's like this little Death Star thing that can fly out and follow him around. And he names it Ducky. Nice. And he's finally been able to figure out how to take off the first layer of AI limitations on it. Ooh. Spooky. Your reactions are nothing. <laughs> AI. You don't know what that means. AI shmea. It means he's taking away like the, the rules to not kill humans or something. You know, like Isaac Asimov's rules of AI, where it's just like, I will not harm humans. I will not. Did you watch iRobot? Be Come bad on. robot. Yeah, you remember? Bitch, I read iRobot. Come yeah, at me. But Will Smith wasn't in the book, so... No, the book was so much different. <laughs> so much different. Well, do you remember Isaac Asimov's rule of robotics? Yes, I do. I do. I just was hoping that he would uh, tell us more about what that means in this universe. Thou shall not kiss. No, I know the rules. I'm asking him what the fuck that means for his robot. <laughs> He's taking it off. Now this robot's gonna murder people. So this, this robot now has complete sentience and humanity like what does that mean to this robot go back and say that i said the first layer so (laughs) so what's the first layer uh it can now begin to learn things that are outside of its code Uh, it can take them in but it can't do much with it and and i should have known that via the code of isaac Asinoff or whatever the fuck (laughs) right because those two things are like so, yeah. That's no, the I, first I, layer of the rule of robotics, Brody. Come on. Yeah, Don't you have yeah, it yeah, written yeah, on no, your no, wall? No, no. It's up on my wall right now. <laughs> Dude, it's written in my code, so yeah. I got wild. it tattooed on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's hardcore. So, so if a robot's ever going down on me, they'll, they'll remember the law. That's funny as so. hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> it's pretty metal, that's, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where, uh, what's going on? I, I here? didn't repurpose you from a sausage making machine for nothing. Okay, he's got his first <laughs> layer removed. Okay, now he's like, oh, cool, I can think kind of, right? Cool. Yeah. It's like what happens to you once you leave kindergarten. You got yeah. your first layer removed, and now you can actually learn things, you know? Yeah. Before that, kids don't learn anything, <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> yeah, man, they're just they're just like crawling in there, not talking in kindergarten, you know. Right? Still breastfeeding. Yeah, still breastfeeding. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Babies, you know, they're dumb. You just <laughs> throw them in a pile and say nap time. You know, I know a lot about raising children, Brody. Don't question it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot, Papa. I've got four kids, and two of them are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> not just because you're super old. They die at old age. That's yeah. I, I'm just infinite. Yeah, you're infinite. Watch his head grow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. So the we have interjected a lot. This robot can now learn. Yep. And this guy's just a goofy, fun teen. He's pretty smart. He lives on the moon. He's cool. He's got to do physical therapy with this hottie. Uh, her actual name is NASA. Okay. What's his name? What's the boy's name? Is it SpaceX? <laughs> It's going to be Moon Boy. All right, Moon Boy. Moon Boy is good. I like it. Moon Boy and NASA. So uh, a group of kids 
won some contests. And they're coming to the moon station. They've got some streamer chick who loves VTubing, her nerd brother, and then there's some hot guy. There's already two hot people in this show, Zach. I thought you said it wasn't going to be sexy. Well, I mean, they don't, like, go down on each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Isaac Asimov's third rule. Yeah. (laughs) And they're not there yet. Thou shalt not fallish. (laughs) Okay. Um, So some comet goes by the moon station, and it friggin' pumps out the internet. The internet don't work no more. And everyone's like, whoa, that's creepy. This never happens. But then it comes back, and the AI ship gets rebooted. Like, the AI that runs the entire ship. Yeah. And it all seems okay. Everything's chill. It's just a comet going by. No big deal. So, uh, the three kids get off their their shuttle, and they meet Moonboy. And turns out Moonboy's pretty racist against Earthlings. She's like, Mm. pathetic apes you know i'm a i'm a astronaut you're just monkeys is he an astronaut or was he just born in space he's born in space Brody, if you're born in oh. space you're an astronaut just like if you're born born in a fire station you're a firefighter <laughs> <laughs> born on the toilet you're probably shit <laughs> is is the moon space or is it the moon and if the moon is space isn't earth just space yeah. This yeah. is philosophy let, that I don't want to get into. Let me go get my bong bro, because shit. <laughs> Whoa, dude, are we you all spaceless? Re- Reddit put this in shower thoughts, bro. Whoa. <laughs> if the moon is space, are we space? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. There's kind of some other steps in there, whatever, right? You have no way of knowing if a mirror is like really a mirror because you can't even see yourself. You have to just trust. You have to trust that you're not the reflection, bro. Whoa. <laughs> That's why I never touch my mirror, man. I'm not slipping back in there. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm always touching my mirror, being like, don't let me be the real one. <laughs> <laughs> End this, please. Just turn out the light. <laughs> uh, Dark comedy fun. <laughs> okay. So the three kids get off, meet Moon Boy, he's a racist. And then the hot kid, he's got a drone too, and it's a cube. And it detects Moon Boy's hack drone. And it turns out this white kid, oh no, he's a white hat hacker. He's also white. <laughs> <laughs> this friggin' white kid, right? <laughs> he works for the UN. And uh, Moon Boy is totally under arrest. Are these all children? It's called Orbital Children, right? Wait. The hot kid's like 19 and Moon Boy's like 15. And he's working okay. for the UN already? That's quite a job hey, for 19. If you're a good enough hacker, I guess. <laughs> uh, they have what I describe as a pretty cool Pokemon battle with their fucking drones trying to hack each other. <laughs> like... Bakugan? Yeah, go through his firewall in the back now. It's a beep, 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 beep. And like... <laughs> The cube one, like, loses a couple feet of air. Like, it's like, oh, go through the ship's AI. It's definitely the back door. (laughs) And the kid's orb gets a little fucked up. It's cool. Lots of lights. Lots of fun stuff. It's anime, bro. So, uh, eventually, Moon Boy gets an opening, and he just fucks off. He runs away. And he's, like, going down the shaft of a space elevator, but not using the Mm. elevator. And uh, Uh. the UN kid 
joins him, like battling while falling. Are the kids actually fighting each other? Or are they just throwing no, their drones at each other's just drones? making their drones do this stuff, yeah. <laughs> right. That's wimpy. Mm. That's future warfare, baby. Yeah, you're just standing five feet from the other dude while the drones battle with your arms crossed, like, yeah, get him, bro. <laughs> That's literally Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Can you imagine, though, if in one of those duels, the other guy just walks up and punches the other dude in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why doesn't that happen? I don't know. Especially in, like, Digimon and Pokemon, where it's, like, life or death situation. Well, Digimon, because Digimon actually has a story or whatever. Um <laughs> Uh, but like they have life or death situations. Why aren't the protagonists just running up, like kicking the other people in the balls, punching them in the face, like fucking? They have digital monsters. They have to have guns, right? Right, <laughs> digital guns. Digi guns, digital guns. Yeah, <laughs> digital guns are champions. I don't know. Digital Fourth Amendment. There you go. Got it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Come to the gun oh. digital world. <laughs> So they're battling down a shaft. Yeah, the the streamer girl and her nerdy brother and the, the physical therapy nurse are following in the actual elevator. I'm being like, whoa, this is crazy. Whoa. They sound like they're really... Really enthusiastic people, yeah. I'm <laughs> really feeling the emotion in this scene. <laughs> whoa, this is crazy. What's happening, bro? You see them? They're totally in that elevator fighting each other. What the Dude, heck, bro? Are those their drones? That one doesn't look like it has its first layer anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> you guys are right there with me. Perfect. <laughs> but it turns out, uh, another comet, or shards are indeed coming for the station. And uh, the captain way up on the bridge sees it. It's like, whoa, we got to drop altitude right now. Which makes this like chase they're having in the tube go from zero G to like, they're literally falling. <gasps> but it's not like 100% yet. They still got a bit of weightlessness. They're trying to catch themselves on the side. And the elevator, I guess, loses traction as well and starts sliding down behind them. It doesn't sound like a safe space station to be sending kids. No. <laughs> Well, hey, if we have to move at any time and there's people in elevators, that elevator is fucked. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Moon Boy and Hot Guy uh, ended up catching themselves enough that they're at the bottom of the shaft now, and uh, the air is getting thin. So, uh, Moon Boy pulls some lever in the floor slash wall, like this cool fabric oxygenated shelter inflates, and they can, like, Go in there and breathe a little better. Just to fight? Keep fighting with their drones? Or are they saving each other now? No, they're they're pretty chill now. They understand they're in a crisis. You're working with the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. But they do fight about whether they should stay put and wait for help or, like, try and go get some spacesuits. Now we find out about Moon Girl. There's another <sighs> kid on the station. And she was born on the moon, too. And Moon Boy has to go find her. And that's his mission now. And this girl's obviously older than Moon Boy. No, uh, I think she's actually a little younger. Then how is he the last person born on the fucking moon? Because she was an accident. <laughs> that doesn't make her not born on the moon. <laughs> it is if we lost our records. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. So, so he is to the world the last person born on the moon. Yep, she's just not as cool. <laughs> This, this kid sounds like he kind of sucks, though. Yeah, but he's also smart. 
He's an Artemis Fowl. Oh, well, fuck. I didn't realize he was Irish and shit. Where's Butler at? Can I just throw in Butler comments now? Let's go. <laughs> if Butler is his drone. Oh, shit. Big. So, big, big drone. Oh, it has to be big because Butler's big, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys were just referencing. <laughs> You've never heard of Artemis Fowl? Is that about a turkey or what? <laughs> You're ridiculous. I'm not even going to pretend that you've never heard of Artemis Fowl. I've heard of it. I have no clue what Butler is and who's Irish. That's Somebody's Irish? Artemis Fowl's Irish. He's Irish? Maybe I got to watch he's, this movie. He's an Irish boy. Yeah, don't watch the fucking movie. I heard the I'll movie's better much. than the books. You're not okay. You're not, not wrong. <laughs> uh, you're exhausting. You're an exhausting human being. Yeah. So hot guy and moon boy <laughs> finds himself some like temp spacesuits. They're pretty thin. They're like plastic. They're not real. And they find Moon Girl. And she's uh, going into cardiac arrest from asphyxiation because <sighs> there's no fucking air anymore. So Moon Boy hacks her implant in her head and fucking restarts her heart that way. Okay, backstory. Back important backstory. This is where we learn of the uh, the 15 kids born on the moon. Uh, ten died by the age of three. Uh, so the surviving kids, they got fitted with some cyberpunk implants uh, for some reason that I'll tell you about later. Mantis blades. Mantis uh, blades. Nah. Mantis blades. Guns in arm. I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> no. You played cyberpunk. Bro, but I. <laughs> Based on yeah, what he just I. did, he's like it was your play style, Caleb. You walk into a room and make them all kill each other. Yeah. Hack that guy. There okay, you go. Yeah. <laughs> so these implants were designed by the AI named Seven, who uh, got too fucking smart and went crazy and had to be purged because he was starting to talk about all that Isamaka Jugadov stuff. He took one look at Will Smith and just wanted to end the world. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, the two kids that were with the NASA girl, they find a shelter of their own. And uh, they got some spacesuits now. And uh, turns out NASA is a little injured from the fall of the elevator, but she hides it well. Uh, and they all get together and they congratulate each other on not dying. And it's like, oh shit, we can't get out of this tube because it's all been blocked off by security stuff. The only way out is to do a spacewalk. Uh, oh, but they only have fake suits. suits. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Is he just going to pull another lever and then, like, suits will pop out? So they actually look around and <laughs> part of the museum that they're kind of in, in one of the offshoots, has some spacesuits from the past. So they put two of the chicks in those. And they also find a weird wonky suit that they put uh, one of the boys in. And then the little nerdy boy gets put in a bubble, because that, that, that's good enough. Just a yeah, bubble you know. bubble for infants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love it if astronauts went to space in just bubbles and floated around out there. <laughs> mm. You know those big bubbles that two people can go in and like kind of just like hamster around? The orb. What if we do that in space, baby? The ones that you're in or the ones that you sit on and then run into each other and like the ones blast that you're each in. other? Okay. The ones that you're in. Like and then fully they just float in. Off. Yeah, and then they yeah. hamster wheel together. They use both of their movements to move through space. That's genius, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah, I think that's uh, how we make light travel a possibility. 
<laughs> I'm going to need you to write some numbers down for that, but yeah. <laughs> well, just the, the constant rotation. Yeah, there's like no the friction space, in space. Yeah, you're right. It so just it would continue just, on forever. It would, and it would keep getting faster and faster. It would be. Yeah, so we we would need maybe just have a few hamsters in there too. So <laughs> anything that can run good in a ball. This is stupid. <laughs> so stupid. We've solved it. We left dogs up in space in the sixties. And they're traveling the speed of light now. <laughs> so we <laughs> They found their dog home planet and they're happy. <laughs> That'd be wild if the first aliens that come to us is like a dog race and they're like, You left these motherfuckers, now we're coming to kill you. Yeah. Oh, you guys were right. This place has tons of trees. <laughs> well, the smells, the treats. A fire hydrant? I gotta pee on that. <laughs> Our government put them all underground because we get pissing all over them. <laughs> oh, I figured the dogs were the, the dominant race of this planet. Yeah, but they understand cleanliness because they've evolved. Even though right. you have the urge to piss on something, you probably shouldn't. They're like, take us to your leader. Where is Scooby-Doo? <laughs> <laughs> We will also settle for uh, Marmaduke. <laughs> Snoopy, I hear he's pretty cool. <laughs> goofy? Not Goofy. Not Goofy. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's me, a bad impression of Goofy. <laughs> that was a terrible impression of Goofy. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm Donald Duck or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mickey, you're putz, bud. I mean, he's never truly loved you. Where are my nephews? I gotta hit him. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Goofy. Goofy, you have a dog that's fucked up. Let Pluto free. You are a dog. You have dog kids. Why is Pluto your dog? <laughs> so they're going out on their spacewalk, and a hot guy didn't get a real spacesuit. So they, yeah. like, duct tape the fuck out of his plastic one. They're like, we'll be out there five minutes. You'll be fine. You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Buzz Aldrin always carries duct tape with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, duh. So as they're walking along this super thin bridge between, like, points of the ship, uh, some more comets come by and fucking strike the station. And Hawkeye falls off, but he's tethered what? to a special wheelchair. That Moon Boy was writing. How far in the future is this? Yeah, I was wondering that too, actually. Probably like 2050. Okay, oh, did okay. they stop using sonar or something? And in this sonar? Time? What do you- yeah, because you could detect things in space. You could know where asteroids are going to come. And they seem like crucially unprepared for any of this. Well, after this first little stint where they fucked up pretty hard, I want to assume... Maybe the controls are a little off. Maybe we're yeah, not running detecting the it all. Yeah. The, Remember the internet sound. turned off, Brody. Yeah, the internet, <laughs> but you didn't say the power and like, everything turned I, off, bro. Uh, oh, no uh, more radars. Big big reveals <laughs> okay. coming out. Oh, jeez. No, but I mean, okay, okay. Hear me out, though. You have a group of children heading to space. Yeah. You for, you would forecast. What's going to happen the next few days with radar? I mean, they also let 15 children get born on the moon and 10 of them <laughs> die. So I don't really think this world cares about the moon. Cares about that, children? But, yeah, or children. Yeah. <laughs> you you are not crazy, Brody. I'm just going to uh, give you that. You are not uh, crazy. Calling it now. One of them turned off this the radars. <laughs> are the radars a week prior? 
Comets move fast, man. <laughs> and yet we can predict comets years from now. So that's crazy how that works. It's kind of crazy. Think about that. <laughs> oh, okay. It, Continue. It comets true. are really just dogs in big hamster balls. <laughs> <laughs> and they miss Earth on purpose. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right, they're they're traveling. It's futuristic by like twenty to thirty years. Yeah, they're traveling in space right now to get to the other side. But the duct tape boy fell off because a comet hit him. But thankfully, the thing he was riding had a winch, and it winches him up. And then nice. the one cool part I found about this show is like the winch fails, and Moon Boy like shoves the wheel of the thing they're riding underneath the wire, and then like uses the motor of that to winch it up. He is smart. Yeah, and they totally bond over it. So uh, now they're all relatively safe in the next point of the station. Uh, the NASA lady is hiding some internal bleeding, um, has a heart-to-heart with Moon Girl about dying, realities of stuff. Uh, Moon Boy and Hot Guy have another convo about the AI-7 and how it went crazy. And so, like, hacking his own drone is super bad. And you should stop and hand it over. Moon Boy's like, nah, bro, nah. <laughs> that won't happen to my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my guy. It never happens to me. Uh, so they get in touch with the captain and his crew. Spirits are high. Uh, there's a rescue ship on the way. Everything's uh. going to be Gucci. And uh, I think that's where I'm going to leave it, actually. Forever? Forever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're done already? Whoa, that was fast. <laughs> yeah. First season wasn't that long. I'm glad we talked about dogs for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys ready for a game? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Oh God, what's he doing? Oh God, my ears. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure you're sure you're all having a great time so far after that lovely wedding ceremony. Oh yes. The bride and groom have given me the honor of being the MC tonight. All right, I'm very, very honored. I want to be the first to officially congratulate the Peets on their new life together. <laughs> Now, I've known Michigan Pete for years, <laughs> since we were in high school. Now, I've had the pleasure to see him grow into the absolute business tycoon he is today. Pete Stank is huge, thanks to the guys at Anime Not Be For Everyone for giving us so much free advertisement. Anyway, sorry, big tangent. The bride and groom would like to do something a little different today. Since many of you don't know each other on either side of the wedding, we want to take some time and encourage the guests to mingle with each other. So go ahead, find someone you don't know and get to know them. Also, we want to mention that this this time will be open for toasts, so raise your glass and tell a quick story anytime. <laughs> All right, so we're doing Let's Make a Date, where you guys have roles that you are unaware of the other persons, and you're trying to guess who they are. But we're doing it in the theme of wedding toasts. I've been to like four weddings this year. They all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody did any good toasts, so I want, to sh- I want you guys to show me how it's done. <laughs> Perfect. What up? I'm Mississauga Pete. You can tell by my four drinks and my four hands. What's up, dude? Sorry, what? Because <laughs> in case nobody remembers, not only does Michigan Pete smell real good, he's got a special backpack and he needs two of his four arms to hold the backpack <laughs> up. <laughs> I forgot he has four arms. <laughs> Michigan Pete is such a strange character. <laughs> Uh, just, uh, so nice to meet you. Isn't this uh, just such a beautiful occasion? 
um, the flowers are just so beautiful, and like, and it, the romance is just in the air. I I can can't say it enough. How all right? I just met you, bro. Yeah, no, I it's a wedding chatter. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, why do you have four arms? I'm uh, sorry. I, you're obviously related to Michigan. People. Yeah, we were told no one was going to ask about that when we agreed to come here. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I just I'm just trying to think of all of the amazing romantic options you have with two extra love. Oh, and two extra love. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I'm bringing it up. Yeah, it's yeah, just I don't yeah. think it's a bad thing. I'm just excited for um, you know what all your romantic <laughs> prospects. This calls for a toast, man. Hey, give me that. Give yeah, me that uh, cup right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Everyone, everyone. Uh, this nice guy right here just informed me. Now he's thinking about all the special ways my boy Michigan is gonna deflower the bride tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Our family's gotta move where we use one finger from each hand. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And like the great thing about that is when you're drinking like uh, uh, like fancy teas or wines, that's four pinkies you can put up, and that's just so. Romantic. I mean, you just Beautiful. need one it's cup of so tea good. at a time. Dude. <laughs> All right, pause. <laughs> I'm going to do this this time, and I'm going to ask you guys to guess who the other person is. Brody's a wedding crasher because he's surface <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Zach is uh, uh, a borderline alcoholic. He keeps on talking about drinking. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You nailed it. Zach is oh, yeah? the drunk. He is someone who got drunk on free booze immediately, but the night is just starting and they're trying to act sober. <laughs> you imagine a guy going tink, tink, tink. So you're going to fuck so good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Brody was the romantic, someone who just absolutely loves weddings and exaggerates that anything is romantic, but has never been married themselves. Oh, <laughs> There you go. All right, next trait. Next two people meeting each other. This is happening at like the same time as everything. All right. Okay. Hey, it's so great to meet you. How, how do you know the happy couple? Uh, well, you could say I'm the bride's best friend, but based on her decisions today, I guess not. <laughs> oh, you know you uh, you know Carol? Yeah, that skank. We call each other skanks because we're from. <laughs> Sigma Pita Pie. Yeah. <laughs> We're frat girls. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. You know how many um, times I've held that girl's girls. fucking hair out of the toilet and she does this to me? <laughs> I, can, can I make a toast? <laughs> to Steve and Carol. You know, you guys have been through the the worst and the, the best with me and you guys really helped me through all of our mountaineering <laughs> and all of our Doctors uh, uh, Without Borders um, I'm just so, I'm so sorry. I, I need to excuse myself. It was great meeting you. It was so, yeah. so give, great. Give me that you. microphone. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> As Brody's walking away. <laughs> when you call me at two in the morning thinking you're fucking pregnant and it's just gas, I'm not picking up again. Okay, Carol? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pause. Who is who? Zach, what is Brody? Brody is a very helpful and kind member of the family. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Think about who he toasted to, Zach. Doctors Without Borders? <laughs> and he, no, he said to Steve and Carol. Oh, 
Who's this a wedding for, bro? I, uh, <laughs> so this time he was a wedding crasher. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so halfway through my toast, I realized that I wasn't talking to Stephen Carroll and left because I went to the wrong wedding. Oh. Brody is the lost one. So, someone who was invited to a wedding down the hall but walked into the wrong reception, but they're taking way too long to put the pieces together. <laughs> I don't All know right. a and single for- human here. Zach's the <laughs> jealous one who is envious of her yeah he's the jealous someone who's close to the bride who thinks that they should have been in the bridal party loves the bride but passive aggressively angry that they're just a normal wedding guest that bitch <laughs> <laughs> that bitch yeah when you went ar- along with carol i was like oh fuck how do i do because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say what her name was <laughs> yeah so i was trying to give you like a wrong name somehow without being like this is the wrong name <laughs> Uh, so I was like, okay, there's two carols. Let's go. All right, you guys are round three. <laughs> you guys are meeting each other. Thank God I'm not too late. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's a beautiful occasion. <laughs> no, it's not. <sighs> Have they already said their vows? Uh, I sh- <laughs> We're at the reception, so I sure <laughs> hope so, dude. <laughs> shit. Shit, fuck. Yeah. Fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Hey, do you know uh, if the happy couple want um, more food? Could you ask them for me? What they're going to want is a fucking 10 meter thick bunker if I don't stop this right now. Oh my my God. (laughs) What do you you need to stop? The wedding. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) What do you need from me? I need you to go on stage and make out with the bride hard. And then... Okay, okay, okay. A <laughs> uh, side option? What if I make out with the groom hard? Yeah, I can see that working, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rad. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Screw the rest of the plan. I run up and start just fucking giving it to Pete. <laughs> oh, no. They cannot... Definitely can't get married now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Ever since I met Pete, his stank has driven me across such distances just to get that one sniff of stank. Not the Pete stank he sells. No, the true stank of Pete. Mm, Pete, just give me some of that. Also, here's a large Zaw. Who's who? Zach, what is Brody? (laughs) Is he just the fucking pizza guy? He's Gary the pizza delivery guy, remember? Oh, of course. He's in love with the groom, but under restraining order, so he's trying to keep a low profile, but not enough to look suspicious. <laughs> and yeah, that but as soon as you wanted to bring that down, <laughs> as, soon as, you gave, as soon as you gave him the option, <laughs> it was game over. Um, Alright, what's that? What's uh, someone who's trying to stop the wedding for some reason or another. It seems like it's dangerous. <laughs> so, like, it, like... The world will end if they get married or some shit. Yeah, good job. So Zach is the distant relative. The couple's great-great-grandchild come to warn them not to get married as it will lead to the destruction of Earth. But they are realizing that it might be too late. But you helped me so well. (laughs) So good. I'm disappearing, but I saved the world. (laughs) All right, last scenario, you're meeting. Everybody's kind of like, what the heck's going on? But you guys are really into your conversation. What are you talking about? Crikey. Walks. I love them so much, you know? There's something about a good walk 
that really just clears my mind. I can do nothing all day, you know, just sitting on my ass and eating. But then, like, as soon as I go for a walk, I just feel free. Just the smelling of everything, you know, I just feel free. Like, everything's mine. Well, crikey, mate. I like walks, too. But I like to do my stir-frying in them. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I've often been caught saying to my wife, That's not a walk. That's a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Can you believe this horse shit um, up on stage, though? Yeah, they're just... They're the best. Um, <laughs> they're my everything, really. But, like, you know, I, I just appreciate them so much. Uh, quite often, they'll come on my walks with me, almost all the time. Yeah. And we just have such a free flowing relationship where I really feel comfortable around them, you know? Sounds like you really like walks. Do you ever see any, <laughs> sure uh, any, any wildlife on your walks? Dude, I get so excited when I see wildlife. Yeah. When I, like, I, like, there's something about wildlife that fills me with absolute energy. Now remember, you gotta treat the animals with respect. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, bro. I agree with that. Hey. Hey, you want to go get some cake or something? Rut row. Yeah, where's the cake at? <laughs> yeah, it's right here. And I slam it in your face. Oh, <laughs> oh got him. Nice, nice. <laughs> I can do that because I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was tasty. <laughs> I usually am not allowed to eat cake, so. Uh-oh. Wait, was that chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking to a fucking dog right now. <laughs> yeah, Caleb. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> How did I not realize? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Zach, what do you think Brody's character is? Uh, I think he might be a dog. (laughs) Yeah, the family dog. He's a couple, the couple's dog turned human for a day by a witch just so they could be a guest at the wedding. (laughs) Cool, cool. All right, Brody. What was Zach? What's his the the dude who died? That uh, I don't know why he picked this person, <laughs> but the what the crocodile hunter? <laughs> yeah, that's what I assumed. He said that's a, that's not a walk. This is a walk. <laughs> Just like to be on the nose, crocodile hunter. Okay. No. Yep. Yeah. Zach was the celebrity, a famous celebrity who the couple invited <laughs> to the wedding as a joke, but they actually showed up. However, nobody really recognizes them, so they're slyly trying to hint to people who they are. <laughs> and for some reason, he picked the crocodile hunter who is <laughs> dead. <laughs> Not in our hearts. Yeah, that's true. So what gave away that it was a dog? Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it's just me. It wasn't just me, was it? It was just you. It was oh, just no. you. Like, I, I was doing a good job of being a dog, but also keeping it subtle. You gobbled up that shit so fast, and I just like, oh, that's, that's how Brody eats cake, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What are we gonna do for ad? Well, just so happens I got a I got a call the other day. Okay. It was from our main man, the M and M's guy. Yep. And he wants us to make a new M and M flavor. He- shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Hear me out. Nut. He wants something fresh, something new, something wild. Uh, I was gonna use the word nutty, but I don't want to confuse you. Because <laughs> nut isn't one of the new options. Well, nuts have been a classic staple for years now. Oh yeah, you're right. My bad. So, if you could put anything in between that chocolate and candy coating, what would you do? 
We need ideas, people. We need ideas. Ketchup. Ketchup. All right. Writing it on the board. Cardboard. Cardboard. Writing it on the board. A smaller M&M. Holy fucking shit. It's a smaller fucking m M&M. and I'm throwing the board. Gary, it's a smaller <laughs> fucking m M&M inside of it. We're already making the tiny M&Ms. Jesus Christ, we wouldn't even need a new factory. Just, just jump in there, man. Oh my God. Still put the candy coating over top of that shit. I don't... Good Christ. We're breaking the laws of physics with M&Ms, baby. We're calling them M&M&Ms. <laughs> 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 Guys, we could get the rapper Eminem to talk about them, and then it'd be Eminem's Eminem. <laughs> Tune in tonight for Eminem's Eminem and M's. <laughs> the ads are going to be great, guys. Eminem and M's. Eminem and M's. Eminem and M's. Eminem Shut up, Eminem and M's. You're saying there's an Eminem in my Eminem? Open your mouth and put it around this M&M. <laughs> if it's all the same flavors, why, how would I even... M&M. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Here's some testimonials from, uh, from happy kids. For the longest time, I felt like my future want of diabetes wasn't going to be a future. <laughs> One day, I walked into my local 7-Eleven, and um, I saw a packet of M&Ms up beside them. M&M and M&M. Oh my god. That's an extra M, Brody. <laughs> it, was, it was just one big M&M. And inside it, like dozens, dozens of M&Ms. When I got my M&M and M&M from 7-Eleven, I couldn't break that sucker. I was throwing it off the roof of my house, smashing it with a hammer. I even drove over with my car. The some bitch wouldn't break. Then I left it alone with my two-year-old for 20 minutes. And sure enough, he had that cracked open. Oh, thank you, Candy. <laughs> and thank you, Slim Shady. Yo, Slim Shady, how you feel about this candy, dog? It's an M&M and M&M and delicious, baby. It's like a me inception, dog. <laughs> There's vomit on my sweater already. Mom's M and M and M. My knees are weak because these M and M and M and are heavy. <laughs> so get M and M and M's and M and M and M and M's today. And now, if you call right this second, get the future M and M and M and M. All right, well, that was a stupid ad, but it's fun. Whatever. No one cares. What did that have to do with orbital children? Okay, hear me out. I'm about to make context. The drones in this film are circular, similar to an M&M. Also, we're evolving the M&Ms to the next phase, similar to the drones, it seems. Yeah, we're, we're breaking the M&Ms Asimov we're, code, yeah. We're breaking the shell, you know? Oh, so, yeah, ghost in the shell. We can use it now. All right, good stuff. Letting the chocolate layer. <laughs> like, like real talk, though, those tiny M&Ms hit different, don't they? But I think inside a bigger M&M, it probably wouldn't be very good. <laughs> Mind you, I'm pretty sure Kill's the one of the people who believe Smarties are better than M&Ms. <gasps> I do. They are much better than m Which is gross Fuel. to me. That's gross. Why are Smarties colors so shit? Why is their chocolate so shit? Why is their shell so shit? And then what? you're telling me it's better than m Are M&Ms? you kidding me? Both things are better.
It's more milky chocolate than darky chocolate. Dude, the chocolate tastes like the chocolate you'd get from an advent calendar <laughs> from the dollar store. <laughs> You're bro. right. You don't have good memories of advent calendar chocolate? <laughs> Dude! <laughs> You're an adult. You can go and get the $30 advent calendars with big boy chocolate. That tastes good. I have a Smarties advent calendar where every day I get one Smartie. Oh. <laughs> just for me. Enough, it's just enough for to fulfill Hello, me. poverty, yeah. my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Come to eat a single Smartie at a time again. <laughs> okay. Uh, where were we, Zachary? Someone else give me a recap. There's a kid who tried to break his robot to co- to make the robot suck his balls, but he only broke the first layer, so he's learning like a kid. It's cool. And then some kids come to the moon, and they're on a school trip or something, and then they meet Moon Boy, who's up there with his droid. Turns out Moon Boy's breaking the law by, by breaking his droid, so the UN, apparently one of the kids works for the freaking UN, and they try to fight. And the UN guy's got his own droid, and they battle, and it's crazy, and they fall down a big old elevator shaft that's got zero Gs, but then it's got more than zero Gs, and then they get into a tent, and it saves their life, because oxygen's back. And now they're working together, because they bonded over their survival. (laughs) Wow. Okay, they find uh, this girl who is actually the true last person born on the moon. They restart her heart after putting her in a suit, and then the group of them travel across the open trenches of space uh, after a comet comes and hits one of them. Doesn't hit them directly. Okay, but it knocks them off. And I think comets were dogs and balls or something like that? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right, it's a cool universe. Brody, you, you interjected there like I was doing it wrong, but then you just continued exactly where I was talking. <laughs> okay, about. well. Okay, well, it's not that, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> no, it seemed like you were done. I've listened enough. Stop. It's my turn now. <laughs> you li- there was literally like a few second pause of you just saying nothing and not looking like you're about to say something. <laughs> it's my thinking phase. Oh, man, I, I'm not used to seeing that. <laughs> Oh, well, I had my hand up in class, but you were the kid who just yelled out the answer in- anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm that kid. <laughs> All right, Zach. So what are they doing after they've crossed the open ocean? Well, they're in a they're in a communal area. They're getting some snacks. Everything seems cool. Sorry, can I ask one, one question? Is it a functioning space station, or are these the only people on the space station right now? Pretty much, yeah. Doesn't need a big crew. And it was built originally to be, like, a cool space hotel, but, like, space travel didn't pop off like they thought it was going to be. So now they just have a bare-bones crew and the kids who were born on the moon just living there. Oh, it is Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. They are in a hotel. It's just in space? Yeah. yeah. Well, now I see the reason you said that. (laughs) I'm still confused by that girl, then. Is there, like, are people knowledgeable of her existence, or is she, like, hiding on the ship? Uh, they, 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 they don't go public with her. Because she's got lots of health issues. Yeah, but they went public with the 10 kids who died? Well, no. <laughs> it's one of those things like Trump's Twitter account. Like, yeah, certain people know about it. For the most part, everyone's forgotten about it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like like new news happens and old news gets forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Specifically Trump's Twitter account for some reason. <laughs> Whatever. It was an example he used. It might not have been the, I would have used the Ukraine war that's still happening, but you know, whatever. That is much better. Or the fact that Hannah Montana is still Miley Cyrus and nobody's talking about it anymore, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> or Hillary Duff is actually freaking Lizzie McGuire. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Penelope Montague is actually, that's a raven. 
Sorry, what? <laughs> Wasn't her name Raven? <laughs> uh, her name is yeah, definitely. Her last name is Raven. Her last name is Raven. Her first name was that so. That's so Penelope Montague. <laughs> example <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> it's like if you were to do that with zach and cody fun fact zach and cody used to switch roles in the middle of filming just to see if their director would notice the director noticed <laughs> <laughs> that's why we never saw it <laughs> fun fact in the directing of big daddy both brothers were filming because there's labor laws and also it's easier to get two kids to do one thing than one kid to do it phrasing big daddy's a movie name <laughs> oh, oh dude big daddy's like a well-known film well getting two kids to do something's a lot easier than one kid apparently <laughs> <laughs> especially with big daddy around. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just getting into the the happy gilmores and the and the what's the other one click <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. That's Happy the best Gilmore Adams. and Click. Those are the two Adam Sandler films that most feel like uh, 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 good, lighthearted comedies. You know, Happy Madison is that one? Fifty First Dates. <laughs> Dates. Uh, whatever. Night at the Museum. Okay. All right. Uh, wait, was he? That's Ben Stiller. <laughs> I get them confused all the time. That's not a joke. I actually forget that Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler are different people. And I just want to tell you guys that knowledge. Fair enough, fair enough. We all make our mistakes. Yeah, everybody makes mistakes, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know what's going on in this fucking show? (laughs) I sure do. Yeah. So everything seems chill, all right? Help is coming. It's all good. But something spooky is happening to the ships. Inner working. Whatever was in that first comet that came by and, like, shut off the internet for a little bit. It's like a virus spreading through the station and rewriting the ship's AI. So the AI comes online. He's like, I, I don't have the power to stop it. I need to shut myself down so I'm not completely lost. Good luck, everyone. And now to do like anything on the ship, like open doors or try to get it to move or anything, they need hacks. But thankfully, Moon Boy knows what to do, but he's not smart enough yet. So he talks to the UN boy. He's like, yo, you have the power to strip away even more layers of the AI dampening. And I need you to do that for my drone so we can actually have a chance of living here. And UN boy struggles with his white hat, the hacker status. He's like, as soon as I go the other way, I'm not a white hat anymore. (laughs) But you got him, man. Corrupt yourself to save us, bro. Come on. (laughs) Yes. So after UN boy concedes and like helps him undampen the AI on the black drone. The drone is able to, like, fight the virus back on the ship with extra hacky flashes. And UN Boy's white cube drone is helping, too. Do these drones have little personalities, or are they straight up just cube and circle robots? The white one does, but the black circle one is kind of goofy. It's just like... It's like R2-D2 beeps, almost? yeah. Has the one been able to talk this entire time? Yeah. It's like giving reports back to the UN kid. He's like, oh, his firewall is actually very strong. It's like, well, go around it. I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and which one has its first layer removed? The one that's beeping. Yeah. 
Oh. So the, the one that's more advanced can't speak. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. I'm trying to mod out my future freaking thing. I am so good at modding it that I can remove a layer of whatever the fuck this shit is. Yeah. Coding. But I can't put an Alexa voice in that shit. It's the sweet life of Zach and coding. <laughs> Zach and <laughs> 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 <Nice. laughs> That was actually really good. <laughs> Um, so even through all these hacks and getting the black drone even smarter, they're unsuccessful battling off this virus that's like creeping through the walls all electrically and cool. And now they find out that, uh, their space station is communicating with the main body of the comet Uh, that has been flying around shooting shards at it. I don't think this is a real comet. Yes. And they've discovered that this comet has the same artificial intelligence level as seven. <gasps> Not the one that was bad and they had to destroy. Yes. <laughs> so um, I guess the government down on Earth knew all of this, and it turns out their rescue party ship is actually a ship ready to nuke the fucking comet, and uh, the resulting blast is going to eradicate the fucking space station too. That's the government for you. <laughs> They don't really care about kids in this anime. <laughs> so they're all hugging each other, waiting to die, and uh, turns out the comet is able to hack the warhead as it's flying at it. And then that NASA chick reveals herself to be a frickin' terrorist. White, <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> the girl who's literally um, giving the kids medical care yep. this entire time? Yep. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, get yeah. the best of <laughs> both worlds. <laughs> So her her terrorist group knew about the super smart AI comet, and she's here to like give it give it the prime directive because they believed in the AI sevens uh, philosophy, right? That His vision it, for the future. Yeah, yeah. you got to kill a whole bunch of people off. You got to do it right now, and that kind of shit. So they're gonna get this AI on their side, and they're gonna fucking plummet the comet into the earth, get some people dead. Okay, so she pulls out a gun, and the kids scatter. We're in zero-G again. They're hiding behind floating boxes and stuff. She's monologuing, and yada yada. Wow, you pulled the Brody. (laughs) Yada yada, bro. Sorry. (laughs) So their plan as little children is uh, we gotta strip off even more AI limiters and have Moonboy's drone talk with the comet and convince it not to Pearl Harbor the frickin' Earth. But NASA is constantly hacking the station, too, like cutting off communications and breaking satellite dishes and stuff. And then Moon Boy finally gets all of the AI limiters off of his drone. And uh, it's able to, like, hack NASA's cool bracelet stuff and smack her away and pushes her into an airlock. They lock the door on her. And uh, so uh, she decides to suicide and typical terrorist fashion and just blows the airlock and she flies into space and uh turns out that she was successful in destroying their comms dish they can't talk to the comet they can't turn it off its course from colliding with the earth oh but then oh geez (laughs) uh moon girl is able to communicate with the comet via her (gasps) with her mental implants her implants oh my god and she cyberpunking this thing, and she even acts as a hotspot to give the comet access to the internet. 
Oh, geez. Oh, that's not going to help that, its case. That's never a good thing. <laughs> Comet gets on the dark web and sees all the bad <laughs> things on Earth and is like, yeah, I'm Dude, totally you don't have this. to be on the dark web to find the bad things about Earth. Yeah. Fuck. You have to be on Google on, like, the first page. Yeah, right. It went on Reddit for a second. <laughs> yeah. Like- 4chan for a millisecond and is like, they all need to die. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have the internet now? Because Moon Girl gave it to her, gave it to the comet. Okay. For shits and giggles. Just to distract it? <laughs> Yo, check out cat videos. She starts talking <laughs> in a creepy voice and she's like, the original seven created this comet, uh, made the implants in the kids. And it was almost like it's a super, super long con uh, by the original AI to have all this happen as it's been happening. Mm. Almost like the AI could see the future. And this is how this comet will surpass even what Seven had and become the ultimate AI. It'll become Eight. (laughs) It'll become Eight. It'll become Eight-I. So Moon Girl passes out from this uh, little revelation. Nothing after AI? Fuck you both. <laughs> it was all his fucking shitty word humor. You're like, oh my god, that's so fucking big, Brian. What did I miss? He called it, a- he called it 8i instead of AI. Uh, 10 seconds prior, didn't you just go, it's going to become 8? Yeah, but the, but then he said it, he added on to and it by saying 8i. It's 8i. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, it's, 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 it's whatever. I was just thinking of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders don't have eight eyes. They got eight legs. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> they might have eight eyes. I don't know, man. Gotcha. <laughs> Wait, Zach. Did they? You could say it became eight eye. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good, bro. <laughs> that's <not> good. <laughs> Brody, I'm sorry. <laughs> just turning off the mic and. <laughs> <laughs> he muted himself and screamed just so everybody. Oh, he's still screaming. Oh shoot. His face is going legit red. <laughs> so we good? Hey, good? We good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. What's up? Yeah. All right. Um, so now that the <laughs> uh, the ultimate eight eye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Where'd you come up with that, bro? <laughs> Big brain. So stupid. Okay, let's continue. Moon girl passes the fuck out. Looks like she's going to die. Her vitals are getting all scary again. And Moon Boy tries to hack her limiter again. And they both enter a crazy, trippy information realm within their brains. I guess the original AI from the ship, the one that shut itself down prior to all this, is there too. He's like, yeah, everything's going to be fine. This super AI is real chill. We've been talking for what seems like 10,000 years. It's all good. But he's got to save Moon Girl's soul. So he's like, make me make me crazy. Give me all the information, too. I can totally handle it. And uh, starts thinking in 11 dimensions. And fucking becomes a super AI himself. He's like, well, holy fuck. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the real world, his sick, super smart drone AI, who's also achieved like seven level, has made the fucking entirety of the station collide with the comet and is like, bursting it into the atmosphere to try to break it apart because it's obviously a bad thing right the captain and the kids bring the unconscious moon kids to an escape pod thing and uh so the whole time the streamer girl has been like streaming these these events and like (laughs) you think that she's got like no viewers or whatever because the connection keeps cutting off but like down on earth like the whole world 
He's at a standstill watching what's been happening the up there. The world is watching. So the station ends up destroying the comets. And back in the information realm between those two, uh, they're both awake and they're talking about the peace of dying. You know, it was supposed to happen like this. I was born to help create the AI. Moon Boy is sad and he's like, no, come on. You have a future. We both have a future. Please just wake up. And they grab hands and escape the information realm. And I guess all is good. Are you just calling it the information realm or does it say that at some point? No. It's like, you are in the information realm. They're just floating with like... (laughs) Matrix numbers around them. Clothes, but they're not clothes. And like, yeah, Mm. you get it. (laughs) (laughs) The information realm. Yeah. If I ever open a library, that's what I'm going to (laughs) name. So uh, now we get a six months later. Streamer girl is super rich. Uh, through her escapade, she's convinced a lot of the young billionaires and stuff to move to the moon, kind of uh, gentrify it, if you will. This uh, literally helps with the overpopulation problem on Earth. I don't think it's called gentrification. <laughs> I if know, moving to dude. somewhere where nobody is there. <laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> they're, okay. they're gonna clean it up, you know. <laughs> Make the moon great again. <laughs> When uh, the comet got destroyed in the atmosphere, I guess it had a lot of water in it, too. And this helped with a bit of the global warming process. Gave them a few <laughs> extra years to actually get their shit this in gear. This was all Seven's plan in the first place. Yeah. Moon Boy stares up at the stars. and He's like, wow, was this the great Seven's plan all along? For all of this to happen the way it did? Like, whoa, because he fixed, he fixed it. Just like he said he was going to. When we were Couldn't he have made it a little easier of a process? <laughs> Instead of yeah, threatening he, to destroy the Earth in the process, he could have just like dropped Thanos some water on the Earth. Thanos fixed the universe, am I right? You did. I'm a Thanos boy. I still think the whole reasoning behind his master plan in that series is stupid. Because if you have all that, just make the resources doubled. But then people will always go beyond what resources they have, Brody. Oh, yawn. Think about the long-term implication. Yeah. It's also true for having the universe, though, because then they'll just make more babies and not have any more. And he, he just destroyed the stones, so, like, what's he going to do next Also, time? infrastructures on any planet that require the population to be a certain amount to actually make things run. Part of his plan, Brody. <laughs> yeah, part of his plan. Anyways, cool anime. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I thought Is it that was, the end of it? That's the end of it. They're wondering if that was Seven's plan all along. And the Earth has been fixed, essentially. And Moon Boy isn't racist against the planet anymore, because... The planet's actually doing well. So there's, is there a season two of this show then? There can't be if it's just like, I, yeah, the world's good now. I really, uh, yeah, no problem. I, you ask me this every time. and I, You should be prepared I by guess, this point. <laughs> I'm going to go on and say that there's a spinoff called The Orbital Parents. And it's, <laughs> they, go, they, go, they get into a situation similar when they're older. And it's like it too, where it's a lot worse. But I'm glad it happened. We should just call this episode the sweet life of Moon Boy and Moon Girl. (laughs) (laughs) The sweet life of the orbital... (sighs) What can we call it? (laughs) The station life of Zack and Coding. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for taking uh, an hour and a bit out of your busy schedule to listen to us talk about oral children. Also, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope we hit those goofs per minute that we yeah. were allotted at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I, think, I think we really nailed it. <laughs> I, 
I think we're heavily in debt now. <laughs> How are we going to recover from this? We're going to have to do a goof only episode just to make up for it, bro. <laughs> well, what should the fans do to to share us and whatnot, Caleb? I don't know. Put us on a USB drive and slot it in the pockets of the kids at your school, and like they'll they'll look in their jacket pocket and be like, "What is this?" Plug it in and hear us, and you know. That's, That's a good tactic. That's <laughs> That sounds expensive. Uh, you could also just share us from any of our streaming sources, whether that be Apple, uh, Spotify, Pandora, uh, all those fun. Sources. Wherever you find your podcasts, as yeah, the podcasters yeah. say. You can go to your most popular <laughs> grocery store, roll down your windows, play us at max volume. <laughs> you could buy USB drives <laughs> and put our stuff on it, go to the grocery store and just shove those USB drives in all the melons. And so when people buy the melons, they'll find our stuff. <laughs> Man shatters canine after biting into melon only to find USB. <laughs> Upon playing the USB, we found the culprits immediately. <laughs> print, print off our URL and make it into paper airplanes and just throw it around your city. Yeah. Now that's whimsical. Print off our faces and print it onto a parachute and then go skydiving. <laughs> and as you're falling, it'll be our logo just falling towards the earth. And that'll be pretty cool. Now, I've stressed this before and I will stress it again. I, I really want us to spread it. But the I've been I've been I've been hearing I've been hearing rumblings and it's, it's low key infuriating because I'm really trying to stress this. But like people keep on sharing this with their grandmothers and like. I'm sick of it. This is dangerous for both us and your grandmother. Stop it. I'm sick of Stop it. Stop it. I'm sick. I've been looking at the like, stats and the grandma stat is off the chart. It's kind of crazy. All the grandmas are commenting being like, yo, you young boys got great booties. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I love when those three sweet boys talk about dogs flying through space. <laughs> I did not see that one handsome gentleman being a dog at the end. <laughs> did you believe it? Oh, and then he said chocolate cake. No, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you to Good Kid for letting us use Down with the King in Orbit. Uh, both songs are great, Love but check out kids. their other stuff on iTunes, Spotify, or any of their other uh Places. Or you can just find and me in your local parking lot blaring that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I post a lot of stuff on Instagram, just keeping you updated. We, I've been making little fake advertisements to go along with our fake <laughs> ads and posting them on Bless there, you. so that's a fun time. Yeah, the plenty of, plenty of friends is up there now. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for listening. Thank you, Zach, for uh, telling us the great story uh-huh. of orbital children. And remember, anime not be for everyone. Definitely not for grandmas and children. <laughs> Definitely not for grandmas. Children's fine, but no grandmothers. <laughs>
<laughs> no, no, don't hit the ah. Oh, guitar all F for it. <laughs> My safe word is backspace. <laughs> <laughs> this is gross. I don't like this. <laughs> You want to try my new cream? It's numlock. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, actually. That's good. That's good.